I guess I can start by saying I've watched this movie now three times. Yes, and you actually saw it in theaters. I did. It's in... theatrical release. Yes, and... I don't know if you want to tell that story. Ooh, yes, I will. <laughs> um, so I was on a date with my then boyfriend. I guess we can call him that. I don't know. Womp womp. Womp It was all a dream. It was basically <laughs> like I was living in Don't Worry Darling, but way worse. Neither of you I... knew it. Yeah. <laughs> So we had planned to do dinner and a movie, and unbeknownst to me, I was paying for half of this date. So (laughs) we make our plan, and he says, why don't we meet up halfway? We'll meet in Levittown, and we'll go to the TGI Fridays there, and the AMC Theater is right there. TGI Fridays, great date spot. It is. They have excellent apps, and their tortellini is delicious. Please, apps. I was pushing it if I was asking for those. Because he covered (laughs) dinner. So we're making the plan, and then he basically says to me, like, oh, so I'll get dinner, and then you get the movie. And I was like, all right, I guess so. Like, I'm not going to fight you. Sure, and theoretically, I mean, movie tickets are expensive, but you would think they would probably be cheaper than the dinner. So, like, you're thinking probably fair. Right. Or at least in your favor. Right, like, I picked the right one, or I, whatever, it's going to be fine. Yeah. And then he just starts rattling off what he's going to order at the movie theater. In addition to your dinner that you're having beforehand. Because it's one of the dine-in theaters. So, (laughs) and you can order ahead just like you can pick your seat, which (laughs) I made a big mistake there. Picking the seats? Yes. So (laughs) he rattles off, he'll have a large popcorn and a whatever drink. Okay. So I start ordering. I pick the seats. I made the mistake of not realizing where the screen was. Oh, no. I thought it was the back. Oh, it was So I'm like, front. oh, we have the two back middle. Perfect. No, it was the front row. <gasps> so I watched Don't Worry Darling with oh, a creak in my neck. Oh, no. Like that. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And, you know, $62 later. Oh, <laughs> So I paid $62 to have a neck ache the next day. But I did order extra butter for the popcorn, so I felt good about that. Which they bring to you in little cups. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, I need it to be on the popcorn because if I see what I'm doing to my body, it, it makes me feel a lot worse about really? it. Really? Yeah. If, like, you just see the the large quantity of melted butter you're about to ingest, I, that makes me feel guilty. Can I tell you our first date was to the movies? Okay. And we saw... What the fuck did we say? Oh, the black phone. Mm-hmm. And this particular... The one by work. Yeah. Um, the Regal. Westbury. You actually go to the counter and order your snacks. Oh my god. Like savages. I know, right? (laughs) Like how old school can you be? And I have to admit, the guy behind the counter asked me, would you like it on top or layered? And I said, layer my butter, please. Oh my god. That's so so nice that they give you the option. You usually have to ask because I'm like, I I don't want it all on top. I want to be like, I get to the middle. I still want Right, you want butter and popcorn all the way through. So for him to ask, I wanted to tip him at that. I think I actually bought the <laughs> snacks that night too. Whatever, good riddance. But yes, I loved it even though I can only see from a downward, an upward angle. You were looking up everybody's nose the whole Basically, time. Basically, yeah. yeah. I really liked it then. And then I watched it at home one day because I was just in the mood. And I think it has to be the time period that we're given that 
There's yeah. just something about it that's very, I don't know, warm. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously they are... Not given the plot of the movie. No, 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 yeah, no, I, I wasn't even going there. But I think they have a tendency to do this in movies where they kind of make the 50s look so wonderful mm-hmm. and just very simplistic and happy. Everyone's simple, happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time period has their issues. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's right, shit going on. Like we're recovering from World War Two, and there's racism and sexism and all kinds of terrible things going on in the you're, 50s. You're also mentioning right now. <laughs> Oh, true. <laughs> but I mean, think about, I don't know. Oh, no, of course. A hundred years from now, people might be looking back like, man, the 2000s. The 2020s. Well, actually, great. I don't think the 2020, I don't think anybody's going to look back and be no. like, oh, yeah, the COVID pandemic, that's when I want to live. But I feel like when people are asked that question, if you could visit any time period, a lot of people are like, oh, I want to go back to the 50s or right. the 60s or the 70s, like the flower child era and mm-hmm. peace Damn, and I love. Go back to, I go back to my childhood of the late 80s, early 90s, to be honest with you. <laughs> But I think being an adult in those time periods is probably worse than it was than we knew because as kids, you're you're not aware of what's going on. So exactly. So yeah, they're romanticizing. That's the word I've been trying to find in my brain. They're romanticizing it for a lot of reasons in this movie because there's more going on than just living in the 50s. Mm-hmm. I guess we <laughs> before we get too far into it, this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. We are talking about Don't Worry, Darling. Woo! Don't you worry. Don't. Don't you worry about a thing. And we also have a cocktail. Yes, to help us not worry about a thing, we are drinking a Victory Martini. Mm-hmm. And it is just very simple. Tequila rose and vodka. But what else do you need in life? Mm-hmm. But it's tasty, so. Yeah, you just want to get your buzz I'm not on. worried. Are you worried about anything right now? I've been, like, not no. worried. And as I say, get your buzz on. That, I feel like that's very significant. <laughs> okay, this is the question that I thought of when we were just kind of bantering after the movie ended. What was the vibrations that happened periodically? Um, good question. Like, it, 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 it did sound at first like when it was low before, like, they made it seem like a more prominent sound. It did sound like buzzing, like a bee. Like yeah, but like everything shook. It was almost like a minor earthquake. Um, I think it might have had something to do with when the men were coming and going. Were coming and going. Yes. Okay. I okay. I guess I can. But I also don't understand why. Yeah, I mean the mechanics are unclear to me of why that would be. And we'll get into it because now I'm kind of. I think I like I said. I think I answered my question (laughs) after three times. After three times, you're finally starting to understand the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean you got a bit of a leg up on me here. Listen, don't worry, darling. I'm definitely gonna watch it again because I (laughs) love me some Harry. But mostly I love the dynamic between Harry and Flo. They had great chemistry. They really did. I guess maybe I understand all the kerfluffle outside of the movie. Mm-hmm. But they they did a great job. And actually, like, I think the movie also did a great job because I was so repulsed by Harry Styles in the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, but like, yeah. you don't expect to be. But he seems like such a good guy for so much of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then so when you get there, it actually hurts. It feels like a betrayal because you're just like, oh, yeah. my God, you are just like the rest of them. And it does get to a point because you even said like there's another character and i'm like oh i feel bad for him and you're like but 
do we feel bad for him? Yeah, do we, though? And I think it's a situational thing, given what we find out and maybe the reasons that each person has for being there. Well, I think we don't have to feel bad for that particular person because Olivia Wilde's character does say none of the other women know. Right. Which means presumably they were all in the same situation as Alice. Right. In which case, not cool. No, definitely not. Um, Not cool. So we open up and they're having like just a fun friend get together party type thing, which seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah, they were playing lots of games, like balancing drinks on trays on top of their heads. And well, I guess it wasn't really a game. What is Olivia Wilde's character's name? Because like Bunny. Bunny. Thank you. I don't know how I forgot that. Bunny and um, is it Dean? Dean, yeah. Yeah, Nick Kroll's character? Yeah. Yep. But because it wasn't a game, she just brought in a giant pyramid of martinis. Mm-hmm. But they were all super wasted. Seemed like they were having a lot of fun. Even the pregnant lady was drinking. Yes. But I guess that's not a problem since, you know, yeah, virtual I'm gonna, reality. Later, I'm going to get into some things I've seen on TikTok that are making me think further. Okay. And now that I've seen it a third time, like, right. I kind of get the questions. So, yeah. So, and they're talking about Dean got a ring, which was basically a promotion at their job so the victory project the victory project and peg is the pregnant one i forget the husband's name peter yeah pete i think they could call him pete yeah so pete jack who was harry styles and dean they're all like talking about basically dean getting this promotion and all of this stuff what do you think that means like in the aspect of the movie. Like I feel like we can't talk about the whole movie not talking about the reveal until the end because there's so many things that I feel like I can't come back to later. Right, you can't right, you can't really discuss it and unless you know the whole thing. So Yeah, I think we have to spoil alert. Yeah, we have to spoil it now. So basically Jack, he basically joined this community. Yes, of incels <laughs> incels yeah <laughs> that hate their life basically right and are able to put on <laughs> put on ice <laughs> a wife for themselves uh, basically <laughs> and hook themselves up to this technology that brings them to victory right and this is virtual right like this is yes. not a physical location because you see them laying in the bed i mean he right. had to strap her down which, right, because she is involuntarily participating yes, in she's this. involuntarily. And they have these weird eye things. They, like, yeah, put that these, keeps, like, eye clamps. It, it was, like, their clockwork eyes. RNG vibes. And so, like, yeah. She it, also had, like, an IV hooked up to her. I think that's because she's not moving from this bed ever. He has to feed her and maintain her body. Right, she has to be alive. Yeah, exactly. To be alive there. Exactly. Yeah, so that's basically that. But the question I had answered for myself was, why is she always the one that's strapped down? And then I realized oh duh yeah <laughs> when they go to work quote unquote that's them going back to the real world right because they can only have a certain amount of time in the right in victory and honestly they are still real people so they need to work and um, right afford the lifestyle life. yeah that's what i was wondering towards because they're the also end. spending money to yes. be a part of victory exactly and we don't know how much it costs no but he said he does say he's like i'm busting my ass trying right. to pay for this right 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 and i'm miserable because yeah. i want to give you a better life 
And it's like, huh. Ooh, yeah, but not really, though. <laughs> because her whole fight, too, again, we're jumping way ahead, but it's my life, my decision. Yeah, exactly. Why are you doing this Yeah, to you me? can't take this away from anybody. But I also felt like, I mean, they were definitely giving the vibe that he had some sort of incel qualities there because he was upset with her for coming home late from work. And yeah. he didn't have a job himself. I guess he got fired or laid off or something. Right, because he does says like he does say like oh how am i gonna provide for you and she's like i'll take extra shifts right now mind you she's a surgeon yeah she should be making tons of money that's what i thought like the way they were making it seem is that they were like they could not get by and then it's you find out she's a surgeon working Mm -hmm. 30 hour shifts right and she gets home and he's basically like oh you know you're late yeah. I haven't eaten. He has the fucking nerve to complain about being hungry because she didn't Just respond. fucking eat. Right. She didn't respond about what she wanted for dinner. And the way, and this Disgusting. is what pissed me off too, the way he says, you didn't answer your text. And she's like, I can't have my yeah. phone. I can't be texting while I'm, while I'm in surgery. Wrist deep in somebody's abdomen. And the way he responded was, well, you didn't tell me that. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> Because like, that's, that's not common sense. Yeah, that's something a normal person would assume. I'm just going to keep my cell phone on this person's abdomen yeah. in their intestines so right. I can see your text come up. Right. So but, I can talk to you about what you should get for dinner tonight. Make a fucking decision, man. Get whatever you want. And I think that was something that relates to why he did this. Because in Victory, he... He's the breadwinner. He's the breadwinner. He yes. he runs it. He He's the rules. Yeah. And she... And all the women, except right. for Bunny, really. Which is why I call this an incel community, because I really do think all of these guys had similar scenarios. Scenarios yeah. where they wanted they wanted that traditional lifestyle where they feel good as the provider, as the man of the house, and they come home to a loving wife who's got a drink in her hand and is ready to bang. That's the dream lifestyle for these men. Yes. But like I said, I think that each couple the scenarios are probably different for them and even jack says to her like she asks like did the other women know and he's like no and she's like oh fuck right they're all there they're all there against their will and then he even said he's like but we don't know these people outside of the project right so it's not like he's like there's other people here but we don't know them at like the minute we unhook ourselves yeah we don't make it any better (laughs) no but it's just he didn't have answers that way as to like Again, the scenarios of these other people. I just don't think there's a good reason for anybody else. And even if we want to talk about Bunny and the fact that she lost her children in real life and she's happy she can be with them in this fantasy world, I still... That confused me because I really felt like the movie was driving at the message of a male-dominated society and that kind of threw up a weird monkey wrench into that. Yeah, because then I questioned... So her and Dean, yeah, were they a couple outside of this or were they just put together because they're both there for their own reasons? It's a good question because the application that we see Jack fill out, mm-hmm. it basically establishes, it says like desired wife or whatever. And it lists Alice. Right. And like, like, do you have your own relationship? Yes. And it's like, yeah. So 
I guess there's a scenario in which a man, an incel, may want a wife and doesn't have a girlfriend or a wife. And so maybe they pair him with somebody. But then I guess that person would have to be willing. How do you just abduct some woman and be like, here you go? (laughs) Right. Unless she's designed by the program. But like. I really think we're going backwards in our description and how we're doing this right now because I'm about to. Well, we have to. We have to. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the dinner party. Great. And <laughs> bring, bring it up. Bring it up. Set so, the table. literally. Mm-hmm. So, they end up having a dinner party, and it seems to be more of Alice's idea. Right. And this is where she makes sure she questions everything. Yes. And I found it very interesting that she also sat at the head of the table, which. Loved that moment. Oh, I loved it too. Was and great. it was that fuck you, I'm doing this my way tonight. Right. You know, like, don't even bother Mm -hmm. fighting me on it. And the newest couple is, what is it, Violet? Yeah, Violet. Violet and Bill. And Will. Bill. Will. Bill. 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 (laughs) Sorry. Same thing. (laughs) Well, yeah. But uh, Bill, (laughs) Bill's an eager beaver, right? Oh, man, he's got great energy. (laughs) Great energy. He loves everything. And it's so funny because at the same time, I was telling you how I loved their house. I loved the bar. I loved the exposed brick. And then you have Bill being like, awesome record player. I love it. Like, he's just so he's happy really excited to be, to be there. there. Yeah. yeah, really excited to be there. So she starts questioning Violet. And she's like, oh, how did you two meet? Or no, she asks where she's from. And mm-hmm. she's like, Philadelphia. And she goes, huh, seems like a lot of people are from Philadelphia mm-hmm. or Chicago or whatever. And. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, how did you guys meet? And she's like, oh, on the train too. And that's when she can answer all these questions herself. Right. And that's where I think my question, another question, mm-hmm. comes in because, like you said, the other person would probably willingly have to be in it, but it could be be what we are thinking the Bunny and Dean situation is, where they weren't a couple outside of this, but they wanted to be in it. Although Violet doesn't seem, she seems very, um... She's unsure. Yes. She needed convincing. Well, so, because a lot of it too, like Peg and Pete, is she just pregnant all the time? Right. Because is it, that that's how she be wants the running to live? Joke. Yeah, maybe yeah. she just wants to have lots of kids. So here's my other theory about Bunny, because I do think that the movie is trying to say that men suck. And hmm. so operating under that theory, <laughs> I think that her husband, Dean, probably did this because they were unable to cope with the death of their children in the real world. So you think they decided on so it together? I think he decided on it. And then she realized it in a similar way that Alice realized it, but then decided she was okay with it because she got to live with her children. Because I think that's what Jack was hoping Alice would, would happen, think, yeah. That she would be upset, maybe initially, but then realize, oh, I guess we do have a better life here. So let's just stay. Yeah. And I think maybe that's what happened with Bunny. Because I don't get the impression that you would live in this world, in this society, as a team. <laughs> it doesn't feel yeah. like a woman-centric or even, not even centric, but just it doesn't seem like a good place to be a woman. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't mind my <laughs> not only responsibilities being cleaning and cooking and But you're not given a getting choice. Getting eaten out on the fucking kitchen table. Yeah. Don, that's a great life, but you're not given a choice. But what if I was? But they're not. Bunny was. No, but I mean like... I know you're thinking down the road she accepted it, but at the same time... 
if someone put you into that world, made that choice for you, and you were happy there, but then you knew that your real would body- Would you weigh the, was, you weigh was the, the pros and cons? <laughs> I honestly don't know what the fuck I would do. That's such a wild thing to be told. But I don't know. I think- You don't have to worry about the weather. <laughs> Peg tells you, you don't have to worry. And that was something early on that you're kind of like, what do you mean you don't have to worry about the weather? Like, yeah, are you in a snow globe? Like a, Literally. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as the movie goes on, Alice just keeps, because she also keeps hearing the song. humming a song. Yeah. Which I read that um, it's actually an original Harry Styles song. I heard that too. And I think I read he wrote, he wrote it in like a day or something. Like mm. if I'm thinking about the correct thing that I read, like I think Olivia Wilde said like, hey, we need a song for this movie. Can you just like write something? I wonder and if she was his muse. Okay, let's not Julia Fox this right now. <laughs> this would have been a very different movie if Julia Fox had been I also oh god <laughs> um, with her leaf bikini maybe not a bad movie but like it would have been a different movie <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah and it's just I find it interesting because they just broke up in real life mm. so Harry <laughs> I love him so much you know I don't dislike him but he doesn't do it for me I mean I'm not gonna say that I would bone him whoa you re- you're not gonna say that no, I just, I, I want to be friends with him. I just think okay. he's a very funny guy. Like, I'll see the TikToks of his shows, and he's a funny fucking dude. <laughs> Plus, I would just love somebody. You love funny. I love funny. I think he would bone Harry Styles. I might. <laughs> funny is a panty dropper. Yeah, me. I was just going to say, wait a minute. Now you're describing your perfect sex partner. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, it looks like he can do the job. Well, that's interesting to me because that also kind of flies in the face of my incel philosophy because he doesn't get to have any sex. Right. He only ever pleasures her, which... So again, this is like heaven, kind of. Which is weird. (laughs) Right? Come on. If you choose that life, then sure. Okay, but I'm saying like... Before we knew what we knew. Come yeah, I know. It seemed nice. It seemed nice. But, <laughs> but maybe mean, who needs a boring. roast when you could... <laughs> but I, I think that's an interesting facet of this that I don't really know what to make of. Because you would think that if men built this world to kind of have subservient wives, that they would just be getting blowjobs all the time and not necessarily just be like servicing their women. So I don't know if it really does come from a place of misguided love for her. We only see their sexual relationship. That's though. true. And it is made to sound unusual because Bunny says they're on a perpetual right. honeymoon and it doesn't seem like anybody else is really on top of each other in the same way. And similarly, like they never have children. And it's implied that Alice would like to have children, but they're like not having children. Well, doesn't she say it's not for us? Um, We're just having fun. But like, I don't think I ever saw because then he asks, they're getting ready for that party. Right. And Chris Pine asks. No, 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 no. When they're getting ready for that gala thing. Right. And she's in the bath. Mm hmm. And he's like, let's have a kid or whatever. And she's like, what the oh, fuck? right. Yeah. And he's like, come on, I'd love a little you running around. And yeah. she's like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, that was kind of interesting to me because it, I, I was wondering why they weren't, 
because birth control in the 50s was really a diaphragm maybe it was it was a Pull faux out. pas too like you just like like not no like, you you didn't you had a kid yeah. you had sex you had a kid that was exactly just what like happened. people weren't really using birth control and so it seemed <laughs> seemed strange that they weren't having children like intentionally not having children i thought that there was a fertility issue but i wonder if having children maybe he felt that if they had a kid because again she had been prying and right asking all these questions yeah she saw margaret kill herself <laughs> right thinking maybe if they had a kid it would keep her there because obviously the kid well, would not come to the real world with her so right if the she... kid would not be real in the real world right but so... if she had a kid and grew to love this child and right. all that she would have this commitment but and this my attachment. question is if he wanted a kid why couldn't he just make that happen um yeah no because it's a virtual world it's not real it's Pres- the sims it's the sims and as we know <laughs> as sim gods you can make your sims right have children or not so it set seems them like- on fire while you're on uh fucking <laughs> on the eBay. computer yeah <laughs> playing computer games <laughs> so yeah i don't i don't know it's weird. yeah there's a lot of qu- here i am thinking my third time watching i'm gonna get it now <laughs> and yet i think i have more questions than i did before watching it no and this is why the ending was so frustrating because there really wasn't closure no and i wanted to also see retribution i wanted to see people specifically like the men who put these women in these positions suffer and i guess we did get to see what was chris pine's character's name i keep wanting to say kevin but that's not right oh my god frank frank thank you frank's wife stabs him and presumably kills him because apparently if you die in the virtual world you die in that real i life, didn't understand which is weird because you would think then like if you get pregnant in the virtual world you would get pregnant like what is stopping but that's what i'm thinking about peg too if she volunteered because again what she says about being there and loving living there and all that stuff and always being pregnant like i wonder if does she ever give birth or is she just pregnant all the time i mean think about it (laughs) yeah like bonnie and family guy yeah (laughs) because again in the beginning yeah she's smoking she's drinking it's not going to affect her because right. that's just her body at She's this point. Pringo. So, yeah, you're right. If he wanted kids, would they just appear? Right. Just have Alice be pregnant or or something. like, Or not even. Se- just have the kid just like the Sims just show up. Right. It seems like they should be able to manipulate a certain amount of reality. So I guess it's confusing as to like how they can how they can control some of their brains and realities and not other parts of them. I wait, I'm okay. using my noggin here. Okay. I think the reason he brought it up and asked and all of that and like tried to gauge whether or not she wanted one or not Mm -hmm. is because i think when he goes back to the real world he can then no fix his profile oh oh, okay i thought you You know what i'm saying like (laughs) yeah i had a much darker take on that i thought yeah i don't know where you were going i thought maybe he was gonna like inseminate her no (laughs) oh my god no well that's 
I mean... But I'm saying, like, he wanted to find out a definite thing so that when he goes back to the real world, he just goes on his victory account online and alters whatever it is, the questionnaire, whatever. I mean, do we think that's how it works? That, like, they can go in and tweak things with their profiles? I mean, he's the one in control, so I don't see why not. How do they get children? I mean, they're at the party at Frank's house, right? Yeah. Uh, and Bunny and Alice are greeted by their children, mm-hmm. who look like little Stepford children with their matching outfits, right. giving them a cocktail. Bunny had some funny lines there, but presumably those kids are basically robots. They seemed like robots, yeah. whereas Bunny's kids were animated and went mm-hmm. to school and all that. So they had more real lives, I guess you could say. So I honestly wonder if you can tweak and alter and like, I want kids, but I want them to be little slaves. Right. Or I want kids and I want them to have a good, like, I want them to be cute, (laughs) fun, laughable, lovable. (laughs) Right. Like as realistic. Yeah. Children. I really feel like it had everything to do with Mm -hmm. that questionnaire. And if it could be altered or whatever at any time, because again, yeah. the men are going back. Right. But and, and again, I want to ask the question again, what does it mean to get promoted within victory? What does that get you? That's what I was wondering, too. I don't, maybe it's a money thing. Maybe. Like how much money they give to the victory project. Like oh. certain milestones within okay. their like loyalty progression. Yeah. Loyalty memberships and stuff. And maybe then they can access more features. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, his car got upgraded. Right. Too. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Maybe he gets some like loyalty points for every, I don't know, milestone. He got he the car for that lovely dance he did because he's basically a monkey. Right. <laughs> That dance was that was the dance. weirdest thing because you just see Frank like clapping, basically dance monkey dance. Like right. it was very and he, awkward. And I don't know if this is just Harry Styles, but he looked like he was in a trance of some kind. Mm. So he didn't even really seem like he was. But maybe that was the point, present. honestly. Well, I mean, that's what I was wondering. It was was that an intentional blankness, or is that just how Harry Styles' face looks when he dances? <laughs> I don't think he dances like that. And then I even said to you, like, why not just have him sing? Yeah. He only sang once when he was singing that stupid song about mashing the potatoes, like boiling the potatoes. Oh, my God. That was actually a funny scene. I mean, yeah, that was cute. And again, like, that was like a really nice. But like, why is he a better husband in this virtual world? Because in the old world, he was just resentful of her for disrupting their dinner plans and not telling him what to have for dinner. But then in this world, he's totally fine to make her dinner when she is sleeping. I think, first of all, in the real world, he has a mustache. And clearly, mustaches mean... It's a Jughead mustache. It was bad. It was a Jughead mustache. It was not good. It's no good. That, like, the minute you see a mustache like that, no. Yeah, they're in a bad state of their life. (laughs) Like, that's what we're supposed (laughs) to do. They're incels and they need help. (laughs) Again, I think, I wonder if it's tactics of trying to keep her there... Yeah, I mean, that might be it, because he must have known what happened to her. Like, he pretended right. that he didn't Mm-mm. know. She's like, did you must... get home? Like, yeah. where where were you? And he's like... Yeah, I've been home for a few hours. You, and were, you sleeping, were sleeping. And he didn't think that was weird or didn't act like it was weird. So, I mean, there was a lot of gaslighting But does that on. mean she went back? Because she went... To- yeah, well, she has, like, a trance. And then I don't know if maybe somebody... Caught her? Caught her, maybe, or intervened. What was the plane? Yeah, that I don't get. What was the plane? The plane, the plane. <laughs> um, yeah, so she 
is on the trolley, which usually takes the women to town so they could shop in a weird way. Yeah, super weird. There's models doing little skits and then they say if they want right, to charge yeah. whatever the outfit is. To it's their... so strange. It's very weird. It's a very wildly inefficient way to shop. Yeah, because you can't try it on. No, and... and you're seeing like one thing and then they act out a whole scene for you. What if you don't like it? You have to watch <laughs> the whole scene play out and be like, no thanks. Like the woman behind the glass who's just <laughs> vacuuming. Yeah, pretending to it's vacuum. It's like, what out of that scene do you get to purchase? The outfit, the vacuum, the, the television. Yeah, I guess maybe everything's up for grabs. I don't know. It just seems wildly inefficient. Yeah. Although I also think those homes, like, cannot be altered. It's like whatever they are. I don't think they buy furniture. I don't think they do anything. I think it's just set up for them. Probably. And you're done. So she goes on the trolley and she's the only one there. And the driver is basically, like, making a joke. Like, oh, no shopping today. I don't think he would want that to be his job. Do you think he was there voluntarily? I don't know. I think they probably design NPCs. Did you see yeah. Free Guy? No, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I think they probably have, and all the guys in the red, the, yes. like, the okay. agents or whatever, I'm pretty sure that they're supposed to be like built into the game. Like they're not real, real people. Maybe they're like prisoners that are have like they're on prisoners. death row. But like Yeah, like they needed bodies. They, can't go so to, they, they yeah. just donated them to scientifica. So these guys are just laying in their, their cells. Like, oh my god. Literally in cells. In cell Oh <laughs> wow. Wait, movie Should we idea. Call us the insultini? No. I'm <laughs> movie idea. <laughs> the sequel. Yeah, it's from the perspective of yes. The oh my god, Olivia Wilde, call us. Yeah, we are available. And give me Harry's number Clearly. <laughs> or Jason's because I love Jason Sudeikis too. Yeah. So she then again, she's alone, and all of a sudden she's in the trolley and she sees this plane go down, like like it crashes into the mountains. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And the driver's like, "What?" Like, yeah, he does he not see, see it. it. He has no recognition of it at all. And I mean, you could hear a plane crash, too. So it's like, didn't see it, didn't hear it. Right. Again, and it crashes. Big thing of smoke. No, nothing. He won't stop or go in the direction. He's mm-hmm. like, that's not my route. I'm not going. So she's like, aren't you going to help this person? And I mean, at that point, you were even like, what is she going to do? But yeah, I guess nobody it was a has a cell of- phone. Like, it would have made more sense for her to go back to town to try to alert somebody. Right. At the same time, I think it was just the the curiosity part of it. Yeah. So she goes and she starts running in a dress that I absolutely loved. And the headquarters, quote unquote, is basically in the middle of a desert. Right. So she's sopping with sweat and I was so uncomfortable. Yes, I was very uncomfortable just temperature wise. Yeah, thinking like, yeah. (laughs) And she gets to the top and it's this weird building, dome-ish building. Empty. Like, there's no Yeah, it's there. really just it's like... It's not staff. There's no security. There's no... Nothing. It's at the top of this, like, roundy hill. Which like, actually I think is kind of an error on their part. Like, why would you make it so easy to get to? Not necessarily easy, but she didn't have to scale any walls, climb any barbed wire. No, but there I were mean, no trip wires. It was nothing. Who would want to do that? Like, who would even want to go all the way out there? Well, it's the desert and it's a lot of walking. At least two people wanted to go out mm, there. That's true. <laughs> so she gets to the top and she walks to the glass, puts her hands on the glass, and there's this sonic boomish red thing that's like 
Right. Lots of cut scenes. Yeah. Like weird images. And that's when she wakes up. Yeah. She wakes up very suddenly. And again, now we're thinking now, I mean, right now, you and I are thinking. (laughs) The present day. (laughs) um, Who found her? Right. Was she, because we do find, we know that when she touches that thing for a certain period of time, she's back in the real world. Like, Mm -hmm. she's out of the That's how you access the anchor body, I guess. Yeah. Did she touch it long enough? But again, there was nobody around. So I can only assume she did make it out. And then maybe he did too. Or he found out and then got got her back back in. Online. It's like Westworld. Yeah. I I got Westworld. But I think mostly from the setting, but like also it just felt very programmy in terms of uh, the brainwashing. Yeah. I also got cult vibes. Oh my God. I honestly thought that's what the whole premise of this was going to be. It could have been. It was that Frank was just such a megalomaniac and got all of these incel men to come with him to form this like society just just to be like praised. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. He was very like Keith Raniere. Yes, but more attractive. Way more attractive. Like that's the only thing that tipped me off that this wasn't a cult was because the cult leader was actually attractive. And as we know from real life cults, there are no real life cults no. where the cult leader is actually an attractive person. Because then we'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody would be part of it. I could see maybe the trolley driver alerting to the fact well, that she yeah. went out there and that people pers- pursued her. So like I don't necessarily know that she went back into the real world because I think if she did she would need the kind of re-brainwashing. And like do we she'd th- have to start from scratch? Yeah. Well, like, they would have to do what they did to her later when they just abducted her and did the re-brainwashing. And, I mean, maybe they did do that and they just didn't show us because they weren't ready to reveal that part of the story mm. yet. But I would think that going back into the real world would trigger the need for something like that. Yeah. It's just so... It kind of reminds me of old and the way that old ended where you went back into the control room where they were talking about the experiment and we got a little bit of information but still not enough to answer all of our questions and we didn't even get that really we got the flashbacks and we kind of got a little bit from jack's end of things but i wanted to see more from frank's end of things yeah because when when it happens that alice is starting to really see and comprehend the whole because after she has her well mm, sorry we skipped this part after the dinner party obviously jack's very embarrassed because she has questions frank up and down the guests leave they're talking together she's like listen i believe in you i love Mm -hmm. you you know why can't it just be us like i don't trust him i don't you know and he's sitting there and he's like basically guessing her to death. And she's like, we need to leave. We need to mm-hmm. leave now. And he's like, okay, no, wrong. And you even said, you're like, they're not leaving. <laughs> they're not leaving. And it was really cute because then she's like, I pack snacks for, yeah. we're going to be on the road for a while. And all of a sudden the guys in red come mm-hmm. and grab her. And that was such a sad scene. Like that was so sad because as much as you hate him, that's, that's when you asked me, you're like, do we feel bad for him or no? And in the moment you kind of do, because it's not that he doesn't love her. It's just a matter of what he's doing. But at the same time, I started to think like, if she's catching on, but she loves you. Like she kept, she keeps saying like, right. I want to be you, uh, with you. Right. I want us to be us. Isn't that enough to just go back to the real world? Like, well, yes, <laughs> that's the problem. But, with that, his but that's what I'm, yes, but that's what I'm saying. Like, 
you know, and he's the one that still has to go back and work and be miserable. So why are you fucking with her life? Right. Like that, I feel like their scenario was a wrong scenario to be the main focus. Because if she was truly miserable, it would make a little more sense that he was trying to help her life. But she didn't ask for it. You know what I'm saying? So it's yes. like, you think you're doing a good thing, but you're really not. But at the same time, if she was miserable, truly miserable in her job, and wanted, or when we got the flashbacks to their real life, if she said, I hate this, I hate working so much, all that stuff, it would make a little more sense. But she never said that to him, for him to then think that he's being the savior to her. Well, exactly. And I want to be clear, I never felt bad for Harry Styles, but I was questioning if the movie wanted us to feel Mm -hmm. bad for Harry Styles. I don't think there is a good enough excuse for what he did to her. So I don't don't care that he was trying to give her a better life. (laughs) This is not how you do it. (laughs) Well, no, of course not. But it's just the fact that that was his reasoning, her not asking for it, why not just suck it the fuck up and go back to the real world at that point? She's begging you. How do you explain that? He would 100% lose her. Oh, fuck, you're right. You know? I mean, like, again, not defending his actions because, I mean, from the beginning, from the very moment that he signed whatever contract he signed to get into this, bad decision. But even at that point where she's begging him to leave, he really has no choice because if he ever brought her back to the real world, he would have a lot of splaining to do. But then we kind of get that. And then she kills him (laughs) true right he tries to convince her that he's done this for the right reason right like he's he's coming forward with his with the explanation he'd probably give in the real world but then gets a little too close and a little too tight because he starts squeezing her what is he trying to do like pop her head off i think it was just like don't go anywhere (laughs) listen to me (laughs) but she's like i can't breathe and she takes a cup and then bashes him over the head and that's i didn't know it was that easy to kill somebody with a tumbler honestly because it's one hit right you'd have to hit the exact right unless we didn't get to see yeah i mean the more and more you go into different scenes like even when she's back which is very quick to basically when we find out everything and you know when the red guys took her away and then she comes back and Mm everything's good for those few minutes and she's talking to bunny bunny brings up peg and she's like what yeah who and it's like oh that like she has to remember and then that's also when you see bunny's face and -hmm. she's just kind of like you could tell she's like dreading the moment right like she knows what this is she knows that it's not gonna stick and it's really just a matter of time before she goes back to Mm -hmm. to being sentient again right you know their treatment i still don't understand the whole like they die there, they die in the real world. That makes no sense to me at all Because I either. thought they were virtual. No, you can't just have some things apply to both realities and some things not apply to both realities. Right. So the things like pregnancies and other physical ailments, like mm-hmm. you can't you can't say that they only happen in victory and not in the real world and vice versa. And it doesn't make any sense that they would suffer physical injury in the real world when they're in victory. Because right, they're laying in a bed. Right. So nothing could actually hurt them. Exactly. That makes no sense. 
And in the real world, she's strapped down. Right. She can't attack attack him in the real world. So unless somebody... Hmm. Unless they go into some kind of cardiac arrest because maybe it feels real. Like maybe... Maybe it feels so real that they just have a heart attack. Oh, but... What? This is going to go to the end end where we're really pissed off. Okay. What if at that point... I mean, she's fighting him. She's... She knows everything. She's get, She gets it. It's like she's in the real world. She's fighting. She knows the life she has outside. Right. All, like, it's at that point. She's just physically in victory. So I wonder if in the real world, she somehow got out of her fucking shit. And like... I would have wanted to see that if that's true. Absolutely. But then at the end, we see her dancing in the apartment alone. What? We see her dancing in her apartment in real life alone. After. In simulations of the synchronized dancers or whatever. And then it comes up and then that's when you're like, don't tell me this is the end. And uh, and then it was. Oh, I don't know if I remember. Yeah, because she makes it at the end. She makes it right. to the top and she's out. And then you just see back and forth. They show the women dancing, which happens to be part of the her whole synchronization. The, and- yeah, the brainwashing video that they oh. show them at the beginning, basically. Yeah, and then... You see her dancing in her her real life apartment. Okay, I mean, I wasn't sure if that was a flashback or not. I felt like that made that was making you believe that she made it out. Okay, and she's you know happy in her life alone because he fucking. Okay, fucked I mean up. that makes me feel a little bit better because I don't think I put that together. I like didn't really know. Now I'm gonna look. <laughs> what was happening there but at a synopsis really quickly but again i think i still wanted some resolution as to what happens to the rest of the people involved in this because if frank is dead does that mean the whole community is dead or does somebody rise up and take his place Mm. it leaves us off at a very inconvenient location because there are a lot of things that we don't know well, it's, it says here, it says, Alice makes it to Victory headquarters where she encounters a vision of Jack asking her to stay. Alice ignores the vision and rushes to the window before Frank's men reach her. Over a black screen, the sound of Alice gasping for air is heard, implying she escaped. Okay. And then, like I said, you see just what you thought were flashbacks, but I think it's her okay at that point. So, like, what does she do with Jack's body? Is it just, like, dead in the bed next to her when she wakes up? And then how does she explain this to the police? <laughs> like, what? Like, does anybody miss Jack now that he's gone? I think we're led to believe that he was quite the loner incel that had really True. nobody but her. That's fair. And honestly, how did he end up with her in the first place? I would like to think that before losing his job, he was... Because those he flashbacks looked- we got, he was good. He was... Yeah. They he were looked dancing, more put together. He was singing that song to her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess I get that, but like she. Should've... And then his life went downhill, and yeah. he's like, Fuck he dragged this. her with him. Yeah, I think that's basically what. It, maybe that's the moral of the story that like love doesn't last. <laughs> but not e- right, like <laughs> it, that doesn't pay the bills. Like, <laughs> don't depend on your hardworking surgeon girlfriend and shave your fucking mustache. Yes, shave the mustache, guys. That's number <laughs> one. That's number one. <laughs> If we learned anything tonight. Oh, my God. But you I, see yourself starting to grow a mustache. <laughs> really look at yourself. Evil is upon you. You really better shave even it look quickly. at yourself. <laughs> You're never going to have sex again. 
Unless, in fact, you have a very nice beard to accommodate it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, if, if you're, you're intentionally growing it out mm-hmm. to, to create fuller facial hair, that's fine. But if you just like get up and look in the mirror one day and realize that you don't care enough about yourself to even shave that peach fuzz mustache, it's like you have fuzz, a problem. <laughs> But I mean, I think we covered everything since we went from back to front, back to to front. Yeah. But I do have some lovely bits. Yes, that I love. Wonderful. Let me just pull them up. Jack tells Alice not to make tuna salad for the dinner party. Yes. And reacts with revulsion when Alice tells him that she was planning on making it the main course or the centerpiece. I think it was a joke, right? In the real world, Jack is shown subsisting on canned tuna for his meals uh. when he has to leave the victory simulation. Okay. When Alice opens Margaret's medical file, she's frustrated to find that it's all blacked out. Right. This is likely due to the theory that we cannot read in a dream state. Scientists oh. and dreams experts believe that reading, writing, and most aspects of language are nearly impossible to use while dreaming. Your brain is still relatively functional while you sleep, but certain parts are far less active. Okay, but this is interesting because I literally had a dream this afternoon when I was napping that I was texting Alberto. So, like, does that count as reading and writing? Do you know what you texted? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because he sent me a gif of Bridesmaids and I was watching Bridesmaids and I was like, oh my god, I'm watching Bridesmaids right now. How did you know that you sent me that gif? And this was in a dream? In a dream. Did not happen in real life. Hmm. I don't have an answer. I mean, I'm a weird dreamer, so I probably go against all forms of accepted science. It's fine. Here's another. There are many clear references to Alice in Wonderland. Okay. The main character's name being Alice, the fantasy world which she unwittingly enters into. Mm -hmm. The prominence of windows and mirrors through the looking glass. Okay. And lastly, her neighbor Bunny may be a subtle reference to the iconic white rabbit. Okay. I mean, I fine. I Like, if they came out and said that directly, fine. I just, I feel like that might be somebody stretching it a little bit. Was that it? Yeah. Those were all the good ones that I liked. Okay. Well, those were pretty good. Yeah, they were interesting. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I was thinking about Jack saying, like, oh, don't make it the centerpiece, or not the centerpiece, or whatever. But I think it's actually probably more telling that he said, oh, Frank doesn't like tuna fish. Frank doesn't it's like It's probably not fish. Frank. It's probably fucking him. Yeah. So, okay. On board with that. Oh, yeah. And that's that was one other thing I wanted to bring up. When shit's hitting the fan, and Frank gets the call. Mm-hmm. that Jack's dead. Right. What does he do then? Is it a security breach? He dies, he dies. Yeah, I, I have a feeling this is the first time. Well, I don't know, because what's her face? Bunny seems to know that if somebody dies in the simulation, they die in real life. And how would you know that unless, like, it's happened before? But I also got But still, the... how would she know that? Yeah, that's true. She seems to have a lot of... If maybe Dean's telling her stuff? If Dean knows and he's... Mm. Maybe that's part of their deal. When she agreed to stay, he was like, okay, I'll just tell you more I'll about tell you everything. what we're doing. And that's why she's so gung-ho on, like, following the rules. Right. Like, she's do got, not go out yeah, there. We she's are on the company here. line there. She she knows what's going on. Right. Like, not only is she compliant, but she's enforcing. Yeah. I mean, you would think at that point that Frank would try to leave the simulation to get a handle on the problem. I'm also curious. I want a backstory on Frank. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Said. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I want to know why he developed place. this. Yeah. 
I like, mean, how bad was his life? I mean, you're... And what does he look like in real life? Because <laughs> he looks real good He looks in like the, the troll under the bridge. Yeah, but he is probably a fucking gremlin. He made himself look very nice. Yeah, he took some liberties there. So. Also his wife. Yeah, for sure. But for her then... Okay, when she stabs him... Right. Stabby stabs. Stabby stab. There was um, stabby stabbing in this movie. Yeah. I, we haven't done Unexpected, a lot of stabby no. stabbing. Was she on Alice's level? I, it seemed like the women were twigging at the end when Alice was having her realization. Right, because also, so like, um, the lights were exploding. The lights were exploding. So I assume that that just meant, like, chaos. Like, yeah, symbolic of, of maybe, like, a rupture. Right. Um, so I don't know, I don't know exactly how that works, but it did seem like all of the wives at that point were kind of turning to their husbands and being like, wait a minute. Right. Like, something's not right here. And so it seemed like that's what was happening with frank's wife okay but then she's like now it's my turn my turn for what to run the business because that's almost what i thought for a second was like maybe they were in it together because she also turned to have a set because she really defended him she also seemed really invested in the project and right and that's she was the one that always said the um the grace and symmetry and all those right. lines. Like she was involved in the indoctrination. So I kind of assumed that she was party to it. So and maybe, maybe had a different view as to how it should go. Right. Was hating how the women were yeah, being treated. So maybe in she's going to reverse the script. Flip the script. That's the one. Flip the script. Flip first. <laughs> it. Put that thing down. <laughs> flip it just call me Missy Elliott. Thank I was, you very much. I'm glad you said it first because I was like, oh, now I'm going to botch this Missy Elliott lyric and it's going to be terrible. Um, but yes, maybe she was like, now it's my turn. I'm going to be in control of the fantasy 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 land and we're going to make the men our slaves, which, hey, sign me up. Yeah. I'm okay with Let's that. Let's get a sequel. Yeah. Where we see these prisoners. <laughs> the incels. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. But, um, yeah, that was Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, good watch. I would recommend it because I think it's a good conversation starter because there are a lot of questions that are unanswered. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, very compelling. I enjoyed it. And I would probably watch it again just to kind of look for things that might help me answer the questions that I have. Mm. Because maybe, as I said to you, I didn't take a lot of notes because I just didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what was relevant. To be honest, it being my third watch, my notes were more of just kind of like funny things like <laughs> that I wanted to bring up, but I get it. You're watching it and you're kind of like, what am I supposed to take notes on? Like, what the, am I... Okay. my One of my three notes. Let's talk about this now okay. because I don't have an answer for it. What was up with the eggs? That was weird. Why did the eggs not have insides that one time but then when just she, the one time yeah because yeah. then when she cracks them over the pan like other times they there are egg inside unless it's like all in her mind like maybe she was like not believing in that moment and so she was like cracking empty eggs and they're always empty but then like when you're more invested in the vision in the reality of victory you can see the eggs because maybe they're never there because they're not really eating so i think you maybe want to have to see right. that Right. In order to actually see them. But the reason that I took the note was not necessarily for that, but because when she cracked them, she held them like up above her head in this because very dramatic she was way. Looking. Right. The first one. Yolk, sure. Right. The first one. But then like every single one, then she's just like holding them up like crack. I don't know. It just seemed very dramatic. Because for- I think maybe she thought like 
they all can't be like this. And then was kind of like putting them up to the light to see if they were all. I don't know. It seemed like a very unnatural way to do that. It was also very early on. So I don't think maybe it was a misdirection that we were supposed to have of like it being. I thought it was symbolic of her starting to question her reality. True. Like, I don't think she had seen enough at that point to really know what was going on. But I think she had doubt enough to kind of be wondering about everything yeah yeah that's true i think that's my last point it's just one of the three notes that i took so i figured i might as well mention it (laughs) yeah but no that was an interesting one (laughs) yeah that was fun i did like that yeah and now we're getting into holiday season so we're gonna be doing holiday movies um we will release those probably after thanksgiving Uh uh-huh yeah and then emily paris is gonna be back by the end of december so do we have a definite date on that it's the 21st i think Really? I believe so. Stop. Happy holidays to yeah. us. Yes, happy holidays. I do want to make a little note. If <laughs> on Twitter, I, I, I'm so scared that Twitter's going to come <laughs> Just go under, yeah. <laughs> um, And that's where I even put a tweet out about, like, I don't want to lose the community because we have a really great community of indie podcasters and we're all on it together and all of that. And I would love recommendations of where to go just in case. Yeah, where are you going for Everyone's the Twitter apocalypse? Everyone's going off Twitter. So I've heard Tumblr, I've heard Discord. Again, we're not a visual podcast at this time. Not yet, anyway. So anything, you know, again, we're on Instagram, even though I feel like nobody's really moving to Instagram, which is sad. But um, yeah, let us know where you're headed. I can definitely work with Tumblr. I have no problem <laughs> with that. But let us know what other ideas you have. I just said ideas. Ideas. I was thinking, I heard it and I it just triggered me back to like my child because because one of my cousins would say idea all the time. And it was just like, it's not the word mm-hmm. <laughs> you're saying. I'm it glad wrong. I caught myself. I mean, I still said it, but whatever. And I'd uh, never heard you say it that way before. So I so never it say it that strange. way. So the fact so that weird. I said, damn. <laughs> cocktail yes the martini so yeah so please let us know and again if you have a trailer promo we'd love to incorporate it into our episodes if you would like ours please reach out to i hate it let's watch it at gmail.com again you can for now get us on twitter (laughs) instagram the website email um don't forget about merch don't forget about cocktails because we wanna (laughs) Hold on, there's a cat stuck to my sock. Dude. <laughs> okay, thank you. He swatted you like, bitch? He really did. <laughs> like, he didn't start that fight? <laughs> Come on. Um, that was funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny. We use the Buy Me a Coffee website for the Buy Me a Cocktail. Uh-huh. I just switch it to Cocktail. But now they upgraded to where it's like you can request like buy me anything. So oh. it's like oh you you can make a wish list. Oh my god! Um, not that we would ask anybody to buy us. Yeah, things. I don't even know what I would ask for. Maybe a new microphone stand for you. Yes, because <laughs> mine's falling apart. It is flaccid. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> can't recover from flaccid. No, <laughs> we're fine. But yeah, so I think. Asking for a cocktail is minimal and pretty simple. But it's a holiday yes. season, so if you're in the giving mood... Right. Instead of donating to charity, donate to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, 
yeah tequila makes me honest <laughs> i see that we can't wait to give you our december movies with emily in paris being back it's gonna be fun yeah also if you have suggestions for movies and tv shows we've been trying out? to figure out what are you running out oh no i'm not the list keeps getting bigger <laughs> yeah the, the spring runneth over but, you know, if none of them tickle your fancy. It's true. Because I, again, still on probation from two. So, obviously, some of them are not going to make the cut. Correct. So, yeah. So, if you have suggestions, again, feel free to contact us and let us know in any way, shape, or form. You can find us anywhere. Do you have anything to add? I was going to say Happy Thanksgiving, but it's going to be past Thanksgiving. Hope yeah, you all had a happy after. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope you ate lots of food and didn't fall out with your relatives. <laughs> Correct. Had a nice peaceful holiday. Yes. And we will see you next time.